I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm Bella Hilton and if you've been listening to me for a while, if you're actually, you know, a long-time listener, you'll know that I'm a master NLP practitioner or neurostrategist, I sometimes call myself, hypnotherapist, master life coach and fertility coach, right? And I help women every single day with their anxieties and stresses on the path to conceiving their babies. I help people work through their fears and calm down their nervous systems. Now, why? Because who wants to live in abject misery and being completely stressed out to the point of feeling crazy all the time? I know that when I was on my fertility journey, I felt crazy at times and it's not a great feeling. But it also helps the fertility, people's fertility, like in spades, right? It really, really helps. And the vast majority of women who coach with me have become pregnant either whilst coaching with me or within three to six months afterwards, right? But that's not what I focus on. Well, I mean, it is and it isn't, right? I do focus on the fertility, but I do more focus on the mental and emotional well-being. You know, I'm not sitting there telling women what supplements to use, what treatments to seek out, whether or not they should do IVF. Sure, I help women make that decision if that's where they're at, um, but I don't focus on that as a whole. Like I said, I'm helping women to deal with their anxieties and their fears and stress in their lives. I'm helping them to believe in themselves, overhaul the bits of their life that aren't working for them, right? It's not a matter of like good or bad. It's just like, what's a part of your life that's no longer working for you? And we focus on their fertility in an entirely different way. Uh, Find their self-worth, calm down their brainwaves so they can have clarity of thought to make better decisions, you know, and not based on fear and calm down their nervous systems and so much more. Why? Well, the vast majority of My clients get pregnant whilst doing that, no matter their age or situation, and it clearly matters, okay? And I've got a lot more actual, you know, scientific data around why this works as well and studies that have been done. But sometimes we don't need another study shoved at us, right? Another stat. We want to know what's working for real people in the real world without a bunch of parameters stuck in place by people in white coats and what are their measures anyway. And today we're going to look at stress, okay, and how to actually reduce your stress whilst you're trying to conceive to help you not feel so crazy so you can calm down a little bit um, and actually start to approach your fertility journey differently, but also to help you, um, you know, impact your fertility, But let me deal with the biggest question everyone has first about uh, about stress. Can stress affect my fertility? The way we think about stress, no. 
Stress does not affect your fertility, okay? Not in the way we think about it, a deadline at work, things like that. I was talking to a client the other day and she was feeling guilty, right, about the stress she feels in her job uh, because she thinks this was contributing to her fertility outcomes. But I asked her a few quick questions and determined pretty quickly that the stress she was experiencing was not going to be the make or break for her. So how did I work that out? Well, because I asked her, do you love your job? And, she's, and she did. She loved her job. She, she said she found the challenges in her job quite exhilarating. Okay. So she was a bit stressed, but she also found it exciting and exhilarating. That's quite different from sitting in some kind of toxic stress because we need stress in our lives. We think of stress as such a bad thing all the time, but we need to stress our bodies in order to exercise. And that's a good thing for us, right? We need to stress our bodies to even get up in the morning, right? Stress itself is not the enemy. When we get a bit stressed at work and the like, right, that's okay, It's when we delve more into other types of stress and the overarching types of stress. So let's get into what else stress is and where the devil is in the details, okay? Because there is some stress that we absolutely need to deal with. There is some stress that does hold us back and there is some stress that we absolutely want to deal with just to feel a whole lot better for our own sanity and quite apart from our fertility journey. Now, for some people, it can be about finding a balance between stress and relaxation because some people are constantly stressed. That definitely needs to be addressed because if you're just constantly stressed, you know, maybe you're stressed about being stressed, right? Then that's the only way that you can experience your world. Then your body is constantly in fight or flight and that is not great for your body. You know, the minute you do relax, you'll probably get sick, right? So let's look at stress. What is stress? Stress has many components. We think about stress in terms of deadlines at work, right? And too many things to do. And yes, it is great to deal with that because if you have no balance in your life, it doesn't feel good. But being too stressed out can, uh, for your body, can also be things like overeating, or undereating, or exercising too much, or not exercising at all, right? Stress can be a bad diet, like only eating McDonald's all the time. But not that one ice cream you have a week, okay? Everything in life needs to seek a balance. Stress is also the mental and emotional turmoil we feel inside that makes us feel like we're going crazy, right? Sometimes what we do is we seek all the healthy diets and the right amounts of exercise and all the physical stuff and we seek out all the supplements and things like that but sit in toxic wastelands in our own bodies with our thoughts and emotions. Now I know that can sound harsh, I just want to highlight I guess how important our emotional and mental well-being really is. If we don't have that, we don't have anything. If you don't feel emotionally and and mentally robust, it's pretty hard to go on with a fertility journey when you have challenges. Our emotions and our thoughts are not separate from the operations of our body as well, and as much as sometimes we'd like them to be, they're not. 
I mean, if it was purely physical, you know, that would be great because then we could just find that magic pill that's going to make all this nightmare go away, right? I know I always wanted to find that magic pill. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? So considering I focus on mental and emotional health, and we're talking about real ways to reduce stress in our lives, let's get on to that. There are two ways that we can reduce our stresses. We can change the situation, right? If we're under eating, we can eat the right amount. If we're over-exercising, we can reduce it back, you know, things like that. And uh, we're sitting in a toxic job, we can change jobs, right? So there's definitive ways that we can change the situation. The second way we can reduce our stresses is change the way we think about a situation. So this comes more to the emotional and mental side of things. So unlike uh, the woman that I was talking to who loved her job, if you're sitting in a toxic hellhole of a job that you absolutely hate, that causes you huge amounts of mental and emotional stress in a very negative way, then that's an example of why we might change the situation. But like that woman who actually loved her job just, you know, and just felt guilty about like some of the stresses she was having, we need to change the way she thought about that stress, okay, and the way maybe that she decompressed from that stress after work so that she got the balance, okay, because there's ways to be stressed at work if you're finding it quite exhilarating and going, oh, maybe it's not stress, maybe I'm excited, right? So how do we do this? How do we actually change the situation or change the way we think about it? Well, firstly, I'd really suggest doing a brain dump of all the things in your life that you find so super stressful and tapping into your body about what is also stressful in your life, like diet-wise, exercise-wise. Because the first step to anything in life when we want to change something is awareness, Because you can't change something you're not aware of, right? (laughs) Makes sense. And it's often also in the details, right? We often present with surface level problems. And when you dig down, you find the real reason why. And we stand there and say, I'm so stressed, right? But why, right? That's the part we've got to dig underneath to find out why. Is it because you have said to yes to too many things, right, and need to set boundaries in your life? Is it because you're beating up on yourself mentally, right? <laughs> Maybe you've become your own worst bully. Is it because you're overwhelmed by the information you've just received? Every bit of stressed stress can be managed differently, okay? It's the nature of the beast. Different situations call for different measures, With any stress, though, if you're feeling that place where you have become overwhelmed, firstly stop and take four big, deep breaths. And we do this because it actually gets you thinking more clearly, right? It actually calms down your brain waves. It's not just, you know, just breathe. Why do we do that? Because it actually helps us, our brain, to become more cohesive again so we can actually think. And then look at ways that you might tackle it. You can't tackle a problem, um, you know, super stressed out. If it is the mental load of all the things you have to do in the house, like cleaning, etc., 
you know, you might become resourceful. Can you outsource some of that to give yourself some more space? Or is there opportunity for others to help out in the house if they don't? Those are just practical things that we often, you know, take on too much. And it is really highlighted when you have something bigger on your plate, like a fertility obstacle, that actually you haven't set your boundaries and you take on too much. And then learning to say no is one of those, the best things that you can do for yourself and learning to invest in things that can help you well beyond fertility. Now, if it's physical things like over-exercising or under-exercising, then we can start to prioritize those things. If it's mental and emotional, then you might seek out help for those things to give you the tools and strategies to actually manage what you're going through. Makes sense, right? So like I said, do a big brain dump of where you're actually finding all that stress in your life. Have awareness of what that stress is for you, and then you have a better chance of dealing with it, right? We tend to hold a lot of information in our heads, and when we get it out, maybe on paper or things like that, or really work it out, it's so much easier to deal with because one person's stress is not another person's stress, even in the same situation, Okay, and here is my actual biggest tip for today. The biggest stresses you're probably going to want to deal with are the fears and conflicts you have going in, on in your brain around your fertility. The ones that drive you mental, right? Those bigger fears. This is the piece I deal with mostly with my clients. We unravel their fears no matter what they've been through previously, Okay. Because I've heard some horrendous stories, trust me, and you know I won't regale you with those because they're truly awful. And I can tell you that it is still possible, even having been through big battles with this, to unravel your fears and feel more positive about your journey again and about life in general. This is where we have the biggest gains for them in their lives and often in their fertility as well. So I hope you've gotten some gems out of the podcast today and how to think about stress differently for yourself and also what you might do to start combating it for yourself in your own life. Let me know how you go and you can DM me on Instagram at any time at Studio Fertility to tell me. Uh, That's my handle and if you want to tell me directly or contact me through my website, you can find that at studiofertility.com and I will see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving a review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation. And you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis, and visualization, 
how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.